Hello, everybody. This is the Yank coming at you on a beautiful day here in the Midwest. Across the landscape, my partner, English Dave. Dave, how are we doing? I am fantastically well. Thanks for asking. Good. Well, you know, it is cordial. It's chivalrous to ask <laughs> other people how they're doing. So, uh, guys, today we got a follow-up review because we told you we were going to review this on a bunch of trailers. Make sure to check it out. Um, today we're going to talk about The Kindergarten Teacher starring Maggie Gyllenhaal. And what turned out to be a very good movie, Dave, before we start, I uh, just wanted to let everybody know that if you're just catching on to this movie, why don't you go ahead and go listen to our Bunch of Trailers podcast, and uh, you can tell us after you've seen the movie if you're agreeing with how we're going to be talking about this. Now, PSA, Public Service Announcement. This is going to be a little bit of spoiler-free review in the beginning, just a little bit, and then uh, we're going to have a spoiler um, as a predicate to kind of get into the larger conversation. It's not a huge spoiler. I'll tell you right now, there's not a lot of spoilers in this movie. It's a pretty solid narrative. Um, but if you're a person that's just like, I don't want to know anything, don't tell me, then uh, we'll put in the timestamp when you should turn it off. So that being said, Dave, uh, why don't we just recap it real quick, tell them what the synopsis was, and we'll jump right in here. A simple synopsis. A kindergarten teacher in New York becomes obsessed with one of her students whom she believes is a child pod prodigy. And this was released on Netflix a couple of weeks ago, so you don't have to pay any money unless you don't have a Netflix account. You don't have to pay any extra money to see this movie. It's true. And if, and that said, as a Netflix movie goes, this was a this was a good... Netflix movie. I think on its head, Dave, uh, I'm going to put this with a solid, I'm going with like B plus A minus. Kind of that, that 87-90 range, I think, was just a, a very good movie. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not one to uh, add numbers or letters to my scores, but I would say this is uh, up there with the, the high echelon of Netflix movies. Um, long-time listeners of our podcast will know that I would consistently bash Netflix and their terrible um, movies because for the most part the movies are terrible but I love their TV shows but this one shows that every once in a while they produce some good movies so yeah I agree I think this is up there with their best yep well I, I think that what sells this movie is the lead actress and that is Maggie Gyllenhaal putting on a really good performance. I think that it's kind of hard to act in normalcy a little bit. Um, and she, that's kind of what she was delivered. It's like, you're a, you're a teacher um, that comes across an exceptional uh, student. And uh, I, I like the, I like the balance between her being a teacher, but her also being a student in her own right in poetry. What'd you think of that? No, I, th I actually love that because it shows a different side of her outside of just being a teacher. And not just that, you know, she's at the stage in her life where her children, and okay, this kind of goes into spoiler, but it's not really story spoiler, but her, her, ch her children are kind of getting to that age where they don't really need her anymore. And so she's kind of looking for something else to do with her life. And that's where, you know, she's at that age where she realizes, okay, let me educate myself further in something else that I want to do and open my mind. And she's kind of 
trying to balance those two things where, like you said, she's teaching the very young, but then she's also learning herself. And I actually kind of, I like that um, dynamic. And it's, it's something that's subtle, but it, 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 it helps push this, her personal narrative forward. Right. And I think it, what adds to it and where we, or where I was drawn into this movie um, was her, oh, what's a good word to describe it? It's not naive. It's, it's wishing, I suppose you could say. It's like a longing, I think is the word. It's a longing that she has to restore this cultural, you know, the significance of, of art in culture um, and recognizing that. And in the age, really in the age of the movie star still, um, but you, you kind of find a warped representation of that. You can think of all the movies, child stars that have gone wrong. They probably exceed the, the movie stars that actually grow up to be, um, to be you know, quality adults. Um, but where she comes from is, you know, like finding her student who has this exceptional, innate sense of of uh, poetry and art. And, you know, I think one of the significant lines was that she recognized that Mozart was raised by royalty and that this was a significant individual in the culture. And in the age that is our age now, where you have, I'm just going to say it, Dave, I'm just going to say it. You've got these SoundCloud rappers coming out, right? And blowing up, becoming huge. Uh, but where's the art? And I think that's where, I think that's where she's identified. Look, we have someone that's never going to get that opportunity because granted he's a poet, um, which isn't, you know, not to not to insult any poets that might be listening, um, but on the on the totem pole of artistic significance, or at least in the public sphere of engagement, poetry is not really up there. You can call rap poetry, but that's where the SoundCloud motherfuckers coming out being like, blah, 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 blah. Um, but anyway, she's trying to she's trying to hold on to that. She's trying to bring that. S- into significance and the balance between what she deems is very important for society and cultural growth is supported but not really by the the kid's father who's like great but i need him to be something else well that's the thing the movie brings up a lot of conversations right and that's why i think makes the movie uh stand out it it plants a lot of conversations into the viewer's mind because on one level yes she's talking about how certain arts and arts techniques and styles have been lost because of the different focus of society and how what what is considered mainstream right and but then on the other side you've got what what fights against that okay you look at the boy's father he talks about how he grew he had to struggle when he was growing up so he doesn't want his son to have to struggle so he wants to put, make sure his, his son goes down the road of guaranteed financial success, not just about personal success. The father's focus is financial success, right? So it asks the other question of what is success? Is success financial or is it uh, being, being able to put out your creativity and your art out there? 
And I think one thing you hit on the head, I think the movie focuses on, on the fact that her kind of fault is what is what you just said, what she decides is the right thing. Not necessarily that it's right, but it's what she believes is the right way. You see that in how she kind of butts heads with her, her children, even. And even to an extent, her teacher. Because this isn't a movie that says, you know, on one way, she's someone who you agree on her side, but you also degree, disagree on some ways because she's someone who's also stuck in the past because she always references the past and doesn't realize that art is ever evolving. That is the point. Again, her teacher tries to remind her about that. You know, when things come to a head and you realize, okay, the teacher's like, uh, <laughs> you know, like you shouldn't be doing this or shouldn't be doing that. And I think that's what makes the movie interesting because these are conversations and debates that we've always had and we will continue to have. Right. That, it's it's yeah. very much based off of perception and uh, we won't touch on the on the spoiler part, I suppose, quite yet, but it comes into fruition as the story ends. And it's about perception of like what she finds significant versus what other people don't find significant. And it's kind of the narrative, it's the theme. It's the theme of um, her teaching style, how she's being taught, and then how she conducts herself with, with the boy. Um, and it's, I want to touch on Maggie because Maggie does do a great job in this film. Oh, she's great. She's, I think it's what I don't always love her in movies. I have to say, um, I wasn't a fan of her in Nolan's Batman movies. I just thought she was boring, but in this, I was with her. Even when I don't agree with her, I'm still with her. Yeah. Cause I think you could great. feel that in, there was what made, I think her performance great was that there was so much internal. There was so much internal combustion and and not knowing where to put that. And I think that the balance, the the narrative that they put with her family life is like everything around her is in her own mind, and that's where we're seeing this through, is bleak. It's 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 not poetic. It's the antithesis of poetic. It's her children on the phones in their rooms. It's um it's just kind of the mundane normity of her life. And she's with that struggle of, of really trying to find the art in the world that she's living in and, and delivering that through poetry. And I think that her frustrations are all building up and we're, we're with her the entire time. We're like, yes, you're, you're justified in a way, you know, it's like, it's, we we get your idea of like what if Mozart was just a kid that was forgotten on the side of the road? Would we have such a, a essential part of human culture? Is what if Mozart didn't exist? And now when you think of it her way and where you can connect with her is like if she doesn't do what she finds she should do to aid this kid, then in essence, how many Mozarts are then left? on the side of the road of history. Are there Mozarts left? Will we ever get something that is so hugely influential in our culture, but isn't isn't recognized or isn't helped nurtured in the school systems, in this case, the school systems, to actually recognize that? So in that way, we're totally with her being like, yeah, girl, you take that kid. <laughs> you know, like you, you're right. Like get his shit down. He's going to be the poet of the future. Um, and then I think, and this is, I think at the end. Uh, Should we go into spoilers? 
I feel like we can. I feel like yeah. we can. So at okay, the well, end, spoilers ahead, guys. Spoilers ahead. Um, spoiler drop right now is that uh, in the end, she kidnaps the when she kidnaps her student, and then is uh, he calls the police because he's a smart kid. He he's is. a smart I like that. kid straight away. Yeah, he knows <laughs> he's playing her a little her, bit. Locks her in the room. Yeah, gets on the beach, <laughs> locks her in the room, uh, and then calls the cops. And I think there she is in that moment when she's wet in a towel, gonna get arrested. She's like, "Oh, yeah, I, I, I might just realized have, I might have gone too far. Might have gone a tad too far." Um, and then it's just it it revol it, it then comes around to say, "How far are you willing to go if you really think that this 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 talent is significant enough to really harvest, uh, uh, cherish it, and and help?" So, Dave, I'd put it out to you then. Is like. Just within the narrative, um, and being an artist yourself, how far should one go, and should we give eye to to something like this? And in, and if you're in this position, um, perhaps short of kidnapping a child, but where do you align with her way of thinking of of helping the talent out at a young age? Well, and that's the thing. That's why I think the movie is great because I think it brings a great argument for both sides because I think it's one of the situations where it really like many things in life there is it's there's no black and white there's so many areas of gray and perspective because you know we spend time saying oh you know if we hadn't done this and spent time with Mozart what would have happened we don't necessarily we assume then that the world would be worse off we don't know if you're worse or better because you don't know you know, because we don't know what negative things that have inspired because of the music. And also, we don't know, you know, Mozart was going through all these situations from a young age. I don't, I'm no expert on Mozart and the history of Mozart, but I don't know if he loved that as a child. Did he really like having to do all of that stuff and practicing constantly? Because the movie doesn't, and that's why I like about the movie, she doesn't take time to really understand that does the kid does he love this? Is this the life he wants? Because she's making all the decisions for him. So then she's no better than everyone else in society making decisions for him. And I think that's another aspect because he never stopped to think, okay, what does he want? Does he want to play? You know, he, he may like poetry, but did he ever want to make it his life? <laughs> you know, like he could have just been a hobby for him. And that's, and that's why I think it's great about the movie because again, like I said earlier, it brings up these points of conversation not just one but many points of conversations because it's all about what she wants i've always had this conversation with a lot of people older than me about you know society these days and kids these days and every generation doesn't realize that they were the kids these days and they've grown up to be the grown-ups complaining about the kids it's a cycle it keeps coming back and forth and art has lasted art evolves because of evolution not because it stayed stagnant. We shouldn't be, I'm, my personal beliefs are you don't necessarily have to look for the next Mozart. Why you look for the next someone that isn't Mozart but could completely surprise you, you know? And I think, again, it depends on the circumstance and the situations and, because again, this, this plays on the fact that the father grew up in poverty. So he doesn't want his son. Because yeah, you could be Mozart, but if you're poor, what does that mean? You know, he talks about his, the father talks about his brother, or oh, my brother, the doctor. And he's like, well, he hasn't done anything else with his life. Yeah, he's... No, not a doctor, an artist. You know, my brother, the artist, and he just draws for a, a failing newspaper. That's where, that's where art takes you. You know, because there's many people that will tell you that. <laughs> that side of it. And, 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 and the father doesn't want that for his son. He wants 
financial security and in in this day and age as much as you know travis we we're all we're creative people we're all in creative fields at some point in our life we've had to kind of had this conversation okay where am i going to get this money from i can be creative all i want but how can i be successful as well financially because yeah money isn't everything but in a in this world you need it yes indeed you do <laughs> you need yes it. indeed you do and yeah. and i think you brought up a really great point is um you know where is the where is the antagonist in this film it's really it's 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 not apparent it, you could say oh it's the father who won't recognize his kid's talent um perhaps i don't i don't think that's the right answer i think that that's a variable of the answer one might argue that Maggie's character in herself is the antagonist of the film because, you know, for the first part, she's using it as gain for her own, you know, for her own self. Now, she does then uh, go to the the poetry league, I guess you could say, and allows him to deliver his uh, poetry um, selflessly, I guess you could suppose. But at the same time, when you talk about helping the artist or, or developing the artist, she never actually does that. She waits for him to go in these rants, like waits for him to have these episodes and copies them down as kind of a history recorder. Yeah, she um, discovered him. She's the one that discovered right, him, not necessarily. Right. In but fact, she, quick point, um, I'll let you get back to this. Quick point, I don't want to lose it. But you made a good point about her standing on stage. She stays on the stage with him. She doesn't mm-hmm. leave the stage. So it's almost like to remind everyone, I am the one that discovered him. Don't right. forget that. Right. Not, I'm not here to nurture him or make him better. Just let you know I discovered him. Right. But yeah, I like that point. And the uh, and then she's again driven by the fact that like if and I can see where she is being self righteous in this regard, um, is that she believes without her he would be forgotten because the times forget these people. There's the, the essence of art of classical art isn't. And I think she says this verbatim. It isn't It's, it's not cherished anymore in these times. It's a minute on YouTube um, or, or some lackluster thereof. So uh, you, know, you make a good point as well. That just something that stood out to me when I watched the movie, uh, when, uh, Gal Garcia's character, her teacher, finds out the truth. He says something that that really resonated with me, and it really speaks to the culture that we have of critic versus creatives, right? Uh, or appreciatists. Or I mean, critics and appreciatives usually go hand in hand. But versus the creative, and he says to her, "You're not an artist. You're an art appreciatist." And there's a difference. And so, like, she's making these decisions on where she thinks art should go. Or where the creatives should do and what the creative should do as someone who isn't a creative herself and she's not very good at being a creative her poems sucked you know it says it's almost as if she wanted to be creative at one point in her life didn't get so good became a teacher tried to reclaim it again you know and you know like this whole thing so i think she is she is someone who is isn't a creative person herself and you see that a lot in, real, in, in real worlds, right, where you get a lot of people who are critical of things, very critical, but they're not creative themselves. Right. But at the same time, and no, she's not creative. I think that's a, I think that's a very good point to point out. And um, furthermore, though, is that she is a teacher. 
And when you look at it through that lens, is to say who is better to identify a talent than a teacher? Is that not their job? I mean, their job is to teach, yes, but they're also qualified to say that this is an exceptional mind that we have. I mean, that's how I believe in the purest sense of what a teacher does is not only teach, but identify those who can be taught. And so when she is going to not only, I can't remember if she goes to anyone in the administration of the school, she certainly goes to the uncle and she certainly goes to the father and is pleading with them, being like, hey, I, you know, I, this is someone that should be noticed for this thing. Like, you, this is like my job as a teacher is not only to teach them, but to recognize something greater than that. And and one would say that she does do her job all the way through. Now her her motives are a bit extreme. Um, though you could argue that as a teacher, though, again, and this 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 make, brings up another point of of conversation about which, what by is the teaching. way, may I add, is just another example of the quality of this film and the quality of the acting that's in it to be able yes. to gain all of this out of the out of the film but please go ahead yeah no as a teacher because when she she understands this she notices this boy she puts a lot of focus on him and pushes him but with the other students she doesn't push them as much when they're like oh i'm tired she's like okay let's stop let's you know fuck the curriculum let's just do fun times so it's like so questions you know like is she only a teacher when she sees exceptional talent because Mm -hmm. then how much work is she putting in right because she's almost actively being what she hates in yes. society is this exactly. passive, you know, this passive aggressive, you know, just just the passive unit of being a teacher. I think that's fascinating. Actually, yeah. that's a great point. Yeah. And the um, and then by the end, she she obviously comes to reality. But it, it it is it is just a very good thought. It's provoking, right? It is provoking. It is. is to say, are we living in a very superficial time? Um, or is her particular art, not to say that poetry is fading, but I, I don't know. Can you name poets right now? I mean, I, you, I'm sure there's a lot of... No, you can't. Major... You, you can't. You can't yeah, just name cause, a poet just cause... because no one can name a poet. No one hey, knows any poets right now. <laughs> I can't name a, a, a baseball player from like most of the teams outside of Alex Rodriguez. He doesn't play anymore, I think. Doesn't mean it's not a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I just say esports is huge. I mean, niche things can be huge. Still, I feel like it it can definitely. It's just it may not be mainstream, and I think there's a distinction between something that's big and something that's mainstream. Indeed, it is. But that's another point: is to say, like, yeah, you found someone great. Who's going to appreciate it? And that kind of comes down to the father. Also, it's like. Sure, yeah, my son care. might be great in this, yeah. but like, poetry, really? Like, well, we're well, back way, in the day is like, oh, poet, yeah, you can make a lot of money being a poet. And this way, this way comes to her selfish nature, right? And it's more about her. Because even again, when her poetry teacher finds out, you assume as the audience, I thought he would enjoy this and be like, oh, wow, this is great. Let me help you with this child. He instantly sees what's wrong in the, what she, in how she's doing it and instantly confronts her about it, you know, and it'd be like, and just talks about like you've forgotten about the passion of why this art is created in the first place i connected to you through passion and i realized that was fake 
yes, it comes from the boy, but it's not just about the words, and it's it's about deeper than that. When he's trying to teach her about art, he's trying to teach her to go deeper, and even teaching the other students stop following rules and stop going by expectations and go and see how things feel. The boy goes from this natural talent of just talking his poetry, just saying it out while he's just doing his childhood things. And then she has to rush to write it down and, and document it. And it's almost as if the other teacher is telling her, you don't have to always have structure to everything. You don't have to always document everything. And that's when he then tells her, you know, you're an art appreciatist, but you're, an, you're not an artist. And, 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 I, and I really find that very interesting. And I think that's something that can just be an ongoing debate about the nuances of art. Right. Because if you're an art appreciator, then you might appreciate a certain style that narrows your understanding of of what could then become an artist. I mean, I think a great example is Tupac Shakur. Tupac Shakur was a poet who then put it over a beat. Um, you know, he was an, he was so many more things, but there's so many um, there's so many tracks that he has that are really poetic, more so than a conventional rap song. Which, well, again, it's it speaks to how her relationship is with her children. And it's something, a conversation I always have with people about the generational gap where the older generation just thinks the younger generation is just up to nonsense. And it's like, if you actually took time to sit down and understand what they're up to, maybe you can understand what they perceive as art and what they perceive as creativity. You know, like there was a time where a lot of creative stuff we do today, people used to look at and be like, that's not creative. What is that? You only make movies? What? Cooking? Cooking's not a creative thing. You just, you know, like, there's certain things that people wouldn't have appreciated as being creative at one point, but now we do. And I think that's an ongoing thing in art. If you enjoyed it, if you've seen this movie and you wanted to tell us your thoughts, please do not even think twice. Do not hesitate. Get to your computer. Info at thenerdybunch.com. Send us a mail. We'll love to talk to you about it. We'll even shout you out on one of our future podcasts and, uh, you know, tell the further audience what you think because it's all about engagement. It's all about getting the nerdies to talk to the nerdies. All right, everybody. Well, like I said, we're on all the Instagrams, info at the nerdy bunch. Rate us five stars. We don't see anything less than five, so you might as well just do five. It's this weird thing going around where, like, you can't see anything less, so just we do have five. A website, our website, too. And the website's out. Rate, website's comment, out. review. Send people to it. Put it on the chat link. Tell people that you've awesome underground nerdy bunch thing the hottest takes in the world you know how it is we'll give you the talking points and everybody that's all we got so as your host the american yank sitting across from english dave would you like to do the honors keep it nerdy guys keep it nerdy everybody peace